In this week's Pasha, we read where Hashem promises Avram Avinu great rewards. And Avram replies, Whatever you are giving me is not worth much. You haven't given me any children. And if I'm childless, who will inherit me? Who will carry on my legacy? All this reward is worthless to me. This will all go to waste. And Hashem tells Avram, Step outside and look up towards the sky and count the stars. Can you even count all those stars? So will be your children. And this is obviously a very cryptic statement. Why didn't Hashem simply tell Avram that he will have countless descendants? Why did Hashem present Avram with the impossible task of counting the stars? What message is conveyed by instructing Avram so Ramei Shapiro explains that although the number of stars are finite, but that number is certainly uncountable with the naked eye. Astronomers estimate there are about 100,000 million stars in the Milky Way. That is 1 and 24 zeros, also known as a septillion, a number that is beyond human comprehension. So if you would tell any person, go out and count the stars, They won't even begin counting. They will rationalize, why start counting if I will never be able to finish the task? But not so Avram. Avram was well aware of this reality. However, when Hashem challenged him and told him to go out and count the stars, what did he do? He didn't think twice. He got up, ran outside, looked up, and immediately began to count. And when Hashem saw Avram's tremendous resolve and determination... He told him, you know what? Your children will be exactly like you. They will display this same midah. Kal Yisrael will forever be known for their tenacity and perseverance against all odds. However, like Avram, we need to get up, go outside and take the first step. The Mishnah says in Avais, It's not incumbent upon you to complete the task. However, but you are not free to ignore it completely. You have to at least start the project. We will not always succeed, but that does not preclude us from giving it all we got. Thomas Edison once said, Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. What he meant to say is, achievement is not necessarily the result of a brilliant or innovative idea. That is 1% of it, but the other 99% is perspiration, the product of hard work, effort, and determination. We must put in the effort that's required. We must do our ishtadlis, and Hashem does the rest. On Shabbos, we read about the dove that Noach sent out of the Teva to search for dry land. When the Yoyna could not find any because the earth was still flooded, he returned to the Teva and the Pasik says, Vayishlach yoda Noach stretched out his hand and he brought him back into the Teva. We know that every word in the Torah is precise. Why is it necessary for the Torah to tell us that Noach stretched forth his hand? This seems irrelevant. The Torah could have simply said, after the Yonah could not find any dry land, he returned to the Teva. And then Tziv says something so profound. Noach sent out this Yonah on a mission to locate dry land. But after searching and searching, it could not find any. From the Yonah's perspective, his mission failed. He came back to the Teva depressed and despondent. 
He viewed himself as a failure. But Noach said, no, your mission was a success. Your job was to try to find dry land. And you certainly did try. Says the Pasik, Noach extended his hand to welcome the dove back to the Teva. He gave him a hero's welcome, as if to tell him, because of your effort, your mission was a resounding success. Results are beyond your control. It's been almost three weeks and the pain and hurt are still very palpable. Every story, every atrocity we read about that has been perpetrated against our Achenu B'nai Israel opens up another wound in our heart. We all want to do something, but we feel lost and helpless. We can't just get on a plane and fly to Gaza and rescue the hostages. Nor can we go to the hospitals in Etz Yisrael to heal the injured. However, what we can do is empathize with their pain and daven for them. When we daven Shemayin Esra and we say, we should have in mind all those who are broken and shattered after losing family members and witnessing the barbaric torture they endured. For all those laid up in hospitals in need of a refuah. And when we say, have in mind all those in captivity behind enemy lines. When Klai Yisrael fought against Midian, the Pasik says, Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata, meaning 1,000 troops per Shevet. And the question is, why the repetition, Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata? And the Magish explains that for every soldier on the front lines, there was a corresponding soldier who stayed back and prayed for their safety. 360,000 reservists have been called up. That makes it a total of 540,000 soldiers putting their lives on the line every minute of every day to protect the Yidden and Israel. Do we have Aleph Lamata, Aleph Lamata? Do we currently have 540,000 Yidden around the world who are praying every day for the success and safety of our soldiers? But we can easily get there. We all know a few Kapitlach of the Hillen by heart. When we get into the car or go about our daily chores, the words of prayer should be on our lips. And that collective effort will surely bring about our Yeshua. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.